According to Fox, according to Fox, 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 Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of According to Fox. I'm your host, A Fox. We got some things to talk about. Um, rap has been pretty, I want to say, explosive. Not explosive. I think that's exaggerating. It's been, it's been a little bit entertaining this weekend, and um, I want to go over that. Also, I want to talk about the upcoming Super Bowl, who my predictions are. I'm, I'm wrong every year, every single year. Please don't sit there and go on DraftKings and go, you know what, Fox said that this team is probably going to win. I'm terrible at gambling. So please don't take whatever I say at face value. Um, yeah, but we got a lot of stuff to get into. So without further ado, let's go. So first things first, I want to preface this by saying that I am going to be 40 next year. So I am no one stand but Allen Iverson, only because, you know, I've loved him since I was nine. But I love Megan Thee Stallion. I'm a big fan. I love her music. I think she's gorgeous. I'm, I love the fact that she graduated school and, like, maintained her superstar hip-hop status. Big fan. Like that girl. Um, she released a diss track. Friday night, and honestly, I'm proud of her for that. I love her for that, and I love that for her, excuse me, because last year was very tumultuous. She went through a lot with the trial and all of the, the disparaging comments on you know social media, and I'm really happy for her that she finally got off her chest because people have been poking that bed for quite some time, and you know, it got to happen, so... The, well, the album. The song's called Hiss. And I'm going to... She talked about a myriad of people, one of which we're going to hold on to that conversation because that's what the main topic is about. But she threw shots at Party. She threw shots at Drake. She threw shots at the Leprechaun and Shada. She threw shots at... I want to say the baby. I feel like the baby caught a stray in there. And... um another female rapper who we will talk about later um some of the bars were pretty good pretty good like this one for cardi i keep saying cardi he is party i have to call him partisan so i don't make that mistake so um the bar i think for partisan is he can't move on can't let it go he hooked nose full of that tina snow as you know tina snow is her alter ego and i hope she don't mean he do coke because I hope he lives a clean life. You should live a very clean life party. You're too handsome to be doing that. Um, and it says, let it go. And since niggas need making help to make money, bitch, come and be my hoe. That's that's a good that's a good bar. It's a nice bar. Um, I'm not going to say that one because we're going to talk about that later. <laughs> um, okay, okay. Why the fuck would I say with a nigga that's weak in the sheets and don't know how to please me? Say he fucked Megan and now he the topic. These niggas think they lowered the value. All this free promo, I'm turning the profit. Hey, when nigga be kissing and telling, say he a player, but he and his feelings. I believe that is for the baby because he did come out and say he had sex with her. Like, we already know that Party had sex with her. Like, that was a man for like a couple years. So we already know that. So I don't think it would be Party. I think that would be like for the baby. Um... She said she should have gave it to his friend. I, oh, wow. That's crazy. 
Um, it's not crazy, but I'm just saying. I think we've all been through that at one point in our lives. Anyway, um, I'm gonna skip past that line too, <laughs> cause she she did a lot of lines for her. A lot of lines went to her. Um, I think for Drake is the using my name for likes and views. I think it could be that. She said, I'm the Teflon Don in the courtroom. They be throwing that dirt. Don't shit stick. All these little rap niggas so fraud. Xanax be they hardest bars. Oh, that's good. These niggas hate on BBLs and be walking around with the same scars. That was a bar. Which one of y'all niggas got BBLs though? Which one? Um, where's the one? Hey, here it goes. This is the one for Drake for real. Cosplay gangsters, fake ass accents. Posting in another nigga hood like a bad bitch. Drake does like him some Houston. He's always in Houston. Maybe he'd be posting it in her hood. I don't know. But that was a good bar. And said, so, where are you from? <laughs> That's definitely Drake. I think that is Drake. Um, let me see. Nope, we're not gonna do that one. Okay, so at the towards the end, she this is for all the people talking crazy in her comments during the trial and saying how free Tory and all that. She said, um, why every time one of y'all Zealas hoes do an interview, I get mentioned. I don't give a fuck who think what you niggas is typing for nothing. On the internet typing this shit to me, write him a letter or something. Say, bitch ass nigga, don't type me nothing else. Don't write me nothing else. Get the fuck out of my comments. Download J-Face since y'all niggas got so much to say. Or schedule a conjugal visit or something, dick riding ass niggas. That's definitely for y'all. <laughs> That's definitely for y'all. The ones is like free Tory and in the comments talk about you ain't get shot or whatever. Why you ain't wear a cast? Yeah. Send send him a letter. Send him some little Debbie cake. Send him some cigarettes. Write, write everything. Download JPay. Send him some money. Do whatever. Just get the fuck out of her comments. I know that's right, Meg. You better go, Megan Pete. I hear that. Okay. I'm like I said, I love this for her. She kept that shit under wraps for a while. And you know. Time to let loose. I'm proud of her for that. I'm very happy about it. Um, I liked it. It was like Friday at midnight. And I have been up for the past like 10 days till like 2 a.m. And y'all know that it's not like me. And when that shit dropped, I was wide awake. And I was like, okay, let me hear it. And I'm like, let's go, Meg. All right, Meg. Mad loud at midnight. Like, that's crazy. But yeah, um, we're going to definitely delve deeper into that because you know there's much more to talk about <laughs> on that front but um i'm gonna move on to the next part of the show i just i just want y'all to know that it's been a very tumultuous weekend in in rap period i just want y'all to know that um so young thugs visit with mariah the scientist leaked recently so it was it was cringy. I want to say at first, first and foremost, it was quite cringy to me. It was you know the usual my niggas in jail and I'm over here like you know talking and being sweet. I didn't finish the whole thing, but she did ask daddy, "Am I your baby?" And now y'all running with that on social media. But the main reason why I'm talking about it is so many people, like it was Drake. I think it was Charlemagne. And it was another rapper who was saying, like, how are these conversations leaked to the public? And why why isn't the person who's doing it in jail, like, they determine, like, they deserve privacy. And this isn't right. It has to be illegal. 
I don't know if any of y'all been to jail before or even the bookings, even the baby bookings. Everything you do in jail is recorded for real, for real. Like it is. Like when you call somebody in jail, they let you know this conversation being recorded. Doesn't mean it's going to be leaked to the public. Not all the time, but it can be leaked to the public because to them, when you are basically a criminal and you're in jail, you're convicted, you forfeit your rights to have anything. You To them, you have no rights. It's a fact. You have no right to privacy at all. Your privacy is a privilege in, in the eyes of prison. So it's too many people saying that's against the law. It's it's literally not against the law at all. Um, I even like did my due diligence and looked up the laws and spoke. And I'm about to give you guys the research I found because it it you need that. Like 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 I don't understand why people just do these things. Like oh that's against the law. Y'all know the laws because I I feel like y'all not. But let me just give one key paragraph um it says while video is key in enhancing facility security it also carries risks that must be addressed to reduce liability for the agency and its officers one major area of risk involves privacy privacy concerns usually arise when releasing video to the public as jails are not considered private places inmates can expect to be filmed at nearly any time A facility may do so proactively, meaning release the videos to the public, in response to the Freedom of Information Act. So that happened after the towers fell. Requests are pursuant to a subpoena or court order. With video footage involving inmates, two areas of concern, including HIPAA and PREA regulations. So HIPAA is when it's medical information being said. You cannot release that to the public. You can't. And the PREA Act is the... I think that's a rape act. Let me look up what, the, what that stands for. Yes, it's Prison Rape Elimination Act. So the challenge, the PREA concerns are the challenge in every jail is the need to balance the interests of safety versus privacy. So correctional facilities want to have eyes everywhere, but there's no voyeurism. So it includes recording through video footage of certain body parts or actions. So if a body part is shown or sexual actions are shown, you cannot release that to the public. Everything else is for public consumption, if you feel like it, everything else. So it is very legal to do these things. I I don't see what the need of it was. I don't know why we needed to hear that conversation. I don't feel like it was pertinent to anything, but it definitely is legal and nobody's going to jail for that. When you are in jail and you are have that phone visit like they did, you have a guard there. There's a guard standing right there. Nothing y'all say is private. That's why I understand when people be on be on jail calls talking and saying so many things, everything is being recorded. What? Even when y'all write letters, they open your letters and read them first. So stop thinking things in jail be secret things. I'm sure they know this prison TikTok is a thing in jail. I know they know these things. So let's stop acting like we all went to like we all work on law and order and when something legal happens everybody knows what is the law and what's not you don't so it's perfectly legal for them to have that conversation i don't know if that man ever coming home i don't know what's happening um it's looking crazy for his for the da that filed the charges because apparently they saying that it was 
What did she do? She did something. The prosecutor that she has covering these like big cases that she's throwing out, she had an affair with or something. It's just it's improper relationships going on. So I don't know. I, I hate when black people be in office and we be trying to like we be rooting for our politicians or you know people in office and then they do real weird shit like hey i'm gonna be having sex with this guy and he's gonna run all these cases and i know he getting divorced i know he married don't matter like i don't understand how we just end up corrupt just a little bit corrupt everybody else could be corrupt for years we get corrupt for 10 seconds everybody catch it anyway um moving on tiana taylor tiana taylor has really solidified the fact that she's going to play Dionne Warwick in her upcoming biopic. The thing is, for me, I don't know too much about Dionne Warwick. And I just realized that all my favorite Luther Vandross songs are Dionne Warwick covers. Like, Luther ain't got too many, like, original songs. He took everybody's song and made it fire. So surprised. So I don't know a lot about Dionne except she was related to Whitney and sissy well she is related to whitney and sissy wait dion's alive i think sissy's alive we know whitney's not so she is a relative of them too so um either way i don't know anything about dion i think i will watch it just to see how she does how tc does and they do have a very striking resemblance but yeah i don't know enough about dion Ward. was she ever on drugs like what was she doing Again, just finding out most of the songs that Luther took was hers, and I heard her songs. I'm like, oh, this is cute. Like, it's not giving the same thing Luther giving. But yeah, she's really excited about it. Um, she actually, I want to say Tiana really impressed me with a thousand and one. I cried at that movie. That movie was really good. I did not see that ending coming. Like that was a different ending. And she did a good job. She played that role really well. And I do want to see Book of Clarence. I'm going to try to see that this week coming up. Um, I'm excited about that. I do. I really do want to see that movie. And Tiana's in that. She's supposed to be Mary Magdalene. So, yeah, it's it's something I I'd probably see if 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 it's on streaming. I need to see what the trailer looks like. I know we have time. It's probably not going to drop till 2025, maybe. Maybe the beginning of 2026, because I don't even think they started production yet. But, yeah, I don't know enough about Dion to really be enthused. And Tiana's going a lot with this, going through a lot with this divorce. Apparently, Iman's being a dick, cutting off, like, the lights and the Wi-Fi and the water in the house where his kids live, which is wild. And, um, you know, TMZ keeps getting this information. Tiana keeps getting mad at TMZ. And it's like, at this point, you got to be mad at him because Iman is the one who opened the documents. Like when she filed for divorce, it was under her initials. So no one knew it was them going, you know, filing for divorce and them breaking up. She tried to keep it under wraps. And then he filed the motion using their real names. And that's kind of what like blew it off the water. So this is actually Iman's fault because people really want to know now what happened with y'all. But um, yeah, good luck to TT. I think she can thrive. I think she can make this work. So let's see how that goes. And I will tell you how Book of Clarence is next episode. Because I think I'm definitely going to see it.
So this past week commemorated a couple of moments for the NBA. First, I want to say it's been the four-year anniversary since the passing of Kobe Bryant and Gianna, his daughter, and the other people that passed tragically in that helicopter accident. And another milestone of Kobe's career was January 22nd, around 18 years ago in 2006, when he dropped 81 points, the most points he ever scored in the game. And, you know, his legacy lives on. It will continue to live on. And it shows because this past week, a lot of NBA players were, like, literally showing out January 22nd of this year, the same day, you have Joel Embiid from the Sixers scoring 70 points, 70 points, and um, Carl Anthony Towns from the Timberwolves scoring 62 that day. Then Devin Booker scored, I believe, 62 points. They didn't win the game, but they scored 62 points on Friday. I said they, he's just one person. Um, and Luka Doncic of the Dallas Mavericks dropped 73 points. The NBA seems to be in pretty good hands because as you think about it, we're approaching the end of an era. LeBron's going to go soon. Steph is going to go soon. Chris Paul's going to go soon. Kevin Durant's going to go soon. Like all these plays are, over 35 and i feel like back in the days the players wasn't playing at that age basketball was much more physical back then but they weren't playing 35 and 36 years old not at the intensity and level at like lebron and steph and mr you know and again it was much more physical back then so the longevity wasn't as strong but it's still like this is crazy like LeBron is a year older than me. So it's like I grew up with these people. You know what I'm saying? Like we're all like from the same generation. And for most of my life and all of my adult life, LeBron James has been in the NBA. He's been in the NBA since I graduated high school. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's it's hard to see like the changing of the guard happening like so I can't say quickly because LeBron's been playing for 20 years. So I can't say it's like happening so fast, but you can see it really before your very eyes that it's like a new era and a new group and new generations coming in. And it's good to know that the NBA is in good hands. Um, And they are carrying on the legacy of being Bryant. You know, it, 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 I know it was tough. I remember when he died, like how, crazy that day was how sad the world felt not just the nba community the world and knowing that he died with his daughter and all those little girls that died on that plane and all their families it was it was gutting and it was the same day of the grammy so they had to scramble because the grammys is usually in the staples center where the lakers play so they had to scramble and you know to like be in memoriam of kobe in certain parts too so it was a tough day for a lot of people. That was a tough week. Like, it was just sad and a lot of mourning. And it's good to know that, like, even with his like, with him being gone, his legacy still remains. And these kids are okay with carrying on that burden. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's they got this. And it's good to see. Because 73 points is wild.
That's wild. 70 points in the game is crazy. Like, I think Luka dropped 41 in the first half and, like, 32 in the second half. That's two great games in one, you know? So, yeah, the NBA is in great hands. But I say that, and the next conversation is Tristan Thompson has been suspended for 25 games. Why do you ask? According to someone on Shade Room, they said Tristan Thompson is going to cheat in every aspect of life, and I don't know why he's like this. He has been caught violating the NBA's anti-drug policy and has been using performance-enhancing drugs. And I want to know why somebody who scores three points a game and only averages like a quarter a game is trying to do performance-enhancing drugs. And I know what y'all trying to say. Oh, well, because he'll play better. But he doesn't get any playing time. He ain't supposed to play now. LeBron brought him back from the dead to play with the Lakers for the playoffs last year. And somehow that man ended up on the on the damn Cavs again. And just, what are you doing? What are you doing, Tristan? You taking all these drugs to, to score three points a game? Just three points? Like, you're not a factor. It's not like you out here, like, busting ass. Like, I don't understand what you're doing. So now he's suspended for 25 points a game. And I don't know. Like, are the Cavs, like, looking like they're going to the playoffs? Because if they're not, that's the end of the season. Like, and it's over. Like, do y'all really need him? Are y'all going to miss him? Like, he's not John Morant. Are y'all going to miss him for real? I don't think so. Um, and I also find it funny, and I'm not even a Mellow fan. I just find it funny that y'all can find space and room on the roster for Tristan Thompson, but Carmelo Anthony could not find no place to land, like nowhere. That's insane to me. Like, if you're going to have somebody play for a quarter, at least get Mellow. Mellow dropped 12 points. You know what I'm saying? Maybe 15 if you're feeling good about it. This man averages three. I don't, I don't know. I think that was a dumb move, but you know, it is what it is. <sighs> Tristan, you may not be on the team next year, and that child support is going. That's probably why that child support's kicking his ass. He has so many children at this point. He only has the four, but he only takes care of two, and that's the kids who are Kardashian kids. So he's definitely a piece of shit. So, I mean. He got to go find a job somewhere. He got to be like maybe a TV analyst. I don't know. But you got to take care of these kids, Tristan, some way or another. But, yeah, that was a dumb move on your end, kid. I'm sorry. The Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. I am very saddened. I know how y'all feel now as a Patriot fan, to see how many people hated us, how many people were tired of us winning. Because I'm really tired of Patrick Mahomes. I am. And the fact that we're going to get a Taylor Swift Super Bowl is bothering me because Usher's performing. But I did think the Niners was going to make it. I definitely did. But I was going for Baltimore. Come on, Lamar. My black quarterbacks failed me. I know Patrick is technically black. But still... I don't know. I'm not feeling the Chiefs this year. I don't know. I'm not a fan. I like Travis Kelce. I like the way he looks. I take it back. I like the way he looks. I'm just not big on Mahomes. But the Super Bowl will take place February 11th in Vegas. As we said before, Usher is doing the halftime show. And this is another Super Bowl that I have no 
horse to bet on. I couldn't care less who wins. Oh, I'm tired. I'm so tired of them. I hope to see Lamar and Jalen go at it next year. I want to say because do they no? Are they go? Are they against each other? Are they in the AFC? I always get that confused. Let me see the Eagles AFC. Yes, I'm looking it up as I'm talking to y'all because I really no they the NFC. Yeah, so I would actually like to see Lamar and Jalen go up against each other next year. That would be my hope to see the Ravens versus the Eagles. I don't know how that's going to happen the way these teams played in the off season, but I just, it's wishful thinking on my end, I guess. Um, Again, I'm not good at gambling. I'm not good at betting. So what I will say is, I believe the Niners have a chance. I'm not going to put anything past the Chiefs, but the Niners played a damn good game just now. Like they was down, I think, 21 or 14, I think, to seven for the first half. And they came back and they won the game. So the Niners ain't going to just go out like that. They look like they're going to put up a fight. So we'll see how that goes in two weeks. But yeah. The Super Bowl has been established. I've been wrong about every prediction this season. Like, period. Every prediction. (laughs) Do not gamble on my behalf. Don't do that. That's why I only gamble maximum $10 because I'm not good at this. But congratulations to both teams and can't wait to see what happens in a couple weeks. As I said earlier, uh, Megan dropped the, the song Hiss, and the rapper that she went at was Nicki Minaj. Of course, you guys all know, because she's been talking about it right now. As of now, Nicki has been talking about it for at least 64 hours. Um, Literally, I don't think she's going to sleep. I don't think she's she's done anything but tweet and, and like tweets and reply and say a bunch of things and it's mind-numbing how bothered she is so on the song i was gonna call that girl melissa i don't know why megan (laughs) megan says about nikki um all of you bitches is weak on the bible talking shit from where no one can find you I can never be judged by a bitch that was dancing, making our Kelly go viral. So there is a TikTok of Nikki dancing on her husband. 
And I think it was to R. Kelly. I'm not sure. But they're saying that it's like a play on words. Um, she was dancing on her husband, which she is calling R. Kelly and making him go viral. So apparently that went over our heads. Um, yeah, I, I didn't know that's what that was. But I was like, okay. I'm like, who the fuck made R. Kelly go viral? Oh, that's what she said. And then she says, um, these hoes don't be mad at Megan. These hoes mad at Megan's law. And I'm sure you all know now, Megan's law was the law that um, made it possible for all sex offenders' addresses to be public knowledge and public domain so people know a sex offender's in their neighborhood. And, you know, for safety precautions, because a little girl named Megan Kanky, I believe, was raped and murdered like years ago in the 90s. I kind of remember a little bit of the story and by a repeat sex offender and nobody in the neighborhood knew that's what he was, you know? So the family um, asked for this kind of law and it was passed and Megan's law has been a thing. And it has been passed in California where Nikki and her sex offender husband lives. Um, She said, I don't really know what the problem is, but I guarantee y'all don't want me to start Bitch, you a pussy. Never finna check me. Every chance you get, bitch, your weak ass won't address me. Bitch, just wear they G, but the G must stand for goofy. Um, yeah, that's definitely for Nikki. That's absolutely for Nikki. Um, yeah, that and she only hit it with those bars. It was not crazy. It was like those couple bars, and y'all queen went on a tirade. And when I say tirade. Again, she has been Twitter fingers for at least 65 hours. This is why her and Meek was together for so long. I get it now because they are the same people. They're going to tell the internet everything for validation. Um, I just find it odd that I think Nikki, and I've said this before, Nikki is not somebody who's for the girls. And I'm not saying you have to be for the girls. Maybe some girls aren't girls, girls, and that's fine. But Nikki's a hater. She's a hater. It's It's... Very clear. The timeline is very clear. So Hot Girl Summer dropped August 2019, right, with Nikki and Meg. That's Megan's song. Nikki's on it. Um, 2020, February, I want to say. Was it 2020 Grammys? Yeah. Meg won for, no, it couldn't have been 2020. It had to be 2021 because it was during the pandemic all this happened. So, um, WAP, I know WAP dropped September 2020. I remember when WAP dropped, right straight out the pandemic. And then February 2021 is when the Grammys came. And Megan won three Grammys, um, I believe Best Rap Song, Rap Performance, and Best New Artist. Let's keep in mind Nicki is yet to win the Grammy. Let's also keep in mind that Cardi won her Grammy fresh out the gate in 2018 which is why I feel like she has a problem with Cardi because I don't think Cardi ever said anything to or about Nicki Minaj. And the minute she won a Grammy, Nicki saw her as an enemy. So let's keep that in mind as well. So 2021, Meg won three Grammys. All of a sudden, Nicki has a problem with Megan Thee Stallion. All of a sudden, it's an issue. Um, last year on her song, Red Ruby Sleeves, she subbed Megan and... I find it odd that she does a lot of like horse retorts about Megan. Like her name isn't the stallion. 
I find that very weird. Like, is it because it's not like you're really doing anything? I know you're trying to say she looks like a horse, but we've seen Megan. Um, we've seen her. She's wildly pretty, like beautiful, even without makeup, without anything. I'm not saying Nikki isn't. I'm just saying we're not going to sit here and be like, oh, she looked like this. Come on now. Don't be a hater. Like, we see that girl face. <laughs> like, like you can't convince me that Meg is not pretty. She's beautiful, but whatever. So, um, she has a song last year that she dropped called Red Ruby the Sleeves. And she says, 700 on them horses when we fixing to leave. But I don't fuck with horses since Christopher Reeve. So, that was supposed to be a veiled shot at Megan then. And again, I don't understand where that came from because. Is it because she's a collaborator with Cardi? Because she has no issue with Cardi? Because just because she has an issue with Cardi doesn't mean that she's, like, you're supposed to have. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, y'all ain't besties. If she has an issue with Cardi, that doesn't mean that, well, excuse me, if you have an issue with Cardi, doesn't mean that she should. I don't understand why that's a thing. Nikki's also grown. She's 42. There's no way in the world that I would devote my full weekend to tweet to tweeting craziness about this girl so she's been off on a tangent for so many hours at this point and in the name of money long hours and hours she's been going off and she's been very down low with it you know like like very disgusting very degrading she talked about um conjuring that meg's dead mom as if she doesn't have a dead dad like that's an odd thing to say um, she's being very disrespectful, very rude, and very bothered ultimately. And people want to say, Oh, she responding. She said something about Meg not too long ago on another album. Like on the um, I think on a new album, because that's the same thing where she um when she subbed Lady London. She subbed Lady London. That girl don't bother nobody. No, she does nothing. But if you're too pretty, too talented, and pose a threat to Nikki, she has a problem with that. That's not a hater to y'all. That's not the sign of hateration in this dancery. She's unhinged. She's unhinged. Her fan base is unhinged. Um, There was this TikToker who made very valid points and the, the barbs felt the need to dox him, which is like get his address and start like threatening and harassing people. And I want all of y'all to know that y'all need to go to jail because that is, that's insane behavior. And two, Nikki don't know y'all exist. So for y'all to be literally putting yourselves on the line to go to jail, cause that's illegal. Spreading anybody's public information, anybody's like information on the public internet. That's definitely illegal, right? You guys are willing to go to jail or pay a fine behind this lady who don't know you exist. It's crazy. Y'all are adults and y'all are weird. That's the weirdest shit in the world. This is a podcast. I'm talking about the current events and hip hop and music. And this is what I do. Okay. And after this, that's it. I'm done. But for y'all to be that invested to do these things is crazy. It is insane and it is mad weird like y'all are weirdos and she is just as weird as her fan base i don't understand why you why you talk so much like i'm this is my problem with her right nikki minaj does not think she's nikki minaj or doesn't know she's nikki minaj you can say she does but she doesn't 
and I'm going to keep making this comparison because Beyonce would never, ever, ever do this. Rihanna, she'll do it, but she'll do it for like 10, 15 minutes, maximum 20. And the last time she did this was like 10 years ago. Like, well, she'll do a little back and forth, call a day, and that's it. You spent your entire weekend. You are miserable, girl. That ain't nothing but misery talking. And and cocaine. You are on something. Cause you are you've been up for two days. Up. Every time I wake up, it's a new Nikki did this all night. What the fuck does she do? She don't sleep. Don't she got a baby? Like, ma'am, you are literally up. A fucking shit's creek without a paddle right now off a couple bars. And they were good, solid bars. You know that they were. You know that they were. She's dropping a diss track at 6 p.m. Well, you know, I record early, so 6 p.m. And I don't think there's nothing she can say on this diss track that she hasn't said in the last 60 hours or so. There's literally nothing new she can tell us as the audience. I don't even want to hear it. I don't care. I didn't even hear her album, so I truly don't care. But she's coming She's coming undone. She's like really like tearing herself at the seams. She has no friends. No friend will let you do these things. No friend will let you make a complete ass out of yourself. The way Nikki's making an ass out of herself right now. No real friend would do that to you. And it's bothersome because you're supposed to be icon and an icon you're supposed to do iconic things i'm not saying she's not again just because i'm not a fan doesn't mean i don't know what kind of rapper she was and you know what she's done i'm not going to take that away from her at all just because i'm not the biggest fan but i want to be clear how iconic people move and she doesn't move like an icon so you went from safari some dude that you was with for 10 years from like outside from this from the gutter from when you ain't have nothing Moved to Meek from Philly, rapper. Moved to Nas, a legend, you know what I'm saying, from Queens. And you go all the way back to Queens. Like, you physically had to go to Queens to get Kenny. Like, physically had to go get him. And you chose to marry a man who had a sex offender background. Now, you could sit here and say it happened all these years ago when he was 15 and he's being vilified for it. You can say all those things. How many icons actively seek out men who have this on a rap sheet? How many people do this? No, nobody does this, Nikki. Nobody. And in terms of him being a sex offender and because of Megan's law, an icon like Nikki Minaj, your address is for all to see now because he is a registered sex offender. So now the whole world can look up your address. Icons are not supposed to be this accessible, Nikki. And you made yourself accessible for the longest. Anybody say anything about Nicki Minaj, they can expect a tweet, a reply. Why do you have all this time? You're this important. Why do you have all this time? I'm also noticing how a lot of people, even though she still has crazy deranged bobs, there are a lot of people under these comments saying, oh, she's going too far. I can't fuck with Nikki. In the words of Jay-Z, first they love you, then they hate you, then they love you again. Megan is now on the love you again side. Because everybody hated her last year. Not me, girl. I love me some Megan. But now Nikki's on the 
and then they hate you. The audience is fickle as fuck. And everybody's seeing your true colors. Everybody is. And I feel like I've seen it for quite some time. Like, you only collaborate with the chicks that kiss your ass and worship the ground you walk on. But if people ain't giving you, like, they at, if people ain't over here like, oh, Nikki's amazing and I love her, it's fuck them for you. And I don't understand why it's like that. I don't get it. And then she also has this thing where, like, the, the rappers that it's on her dick so bad, she kind of sicks them on people. It's like now they have beef with this one. Like when JC started having beef with Cardi out of nowhere. Since when are you beefing with Cardi? Since when? And Cardi called her a lap dog. It wasn't off. It wasn't off. You use them as your little pawns in this shit. And it's like, Nikki, you're 42. Like this mean girl shit is, is trash. And it's old. But the public is really starting to understand. They're really starting to see it for what it is. You said that girl lied about being shot. Then you called a one foot, big foot, two foot. And I don't know why you thought that was a ball. You thought that was a line. But if she didn't get shot, why are you referencing her foot so much? I'm very confused. Because she got shot in her foot, did she not? So you're constant referencing to her foot being big or one foot that she has. So she did get shot. You do, you do believe she got shot. Like. You haven't made sense. She hasn't made sense. She also says that the beef started because, you know, Megan's known for saying drive the boat, like pouring liquor down somebody's throat or whatever. She said Megan, and this is the most ridiculous story I ever heard, that Megan was trying to get her to drive the boat. She said, nah, I'm pregnant. And Megan said, oh, it's all right. Just get an abortion in the morning. And that's when the beef started. First of all, I don't even think that sounds real. And that that don't make no sense, right? And then you don't start beef with that day either. It just sounds like that person has a sick sense of humor, but that's not no reason to beef with somebody. Then somebody tweeted something to her like, oh, that's crazy. She said, I wasn't even pregnant. I just said that. So you wasn't even pregnant when this happened. You just said you was pregnant. And now you over here going on the tangent saying she wanted you to do this while you was pregnant. Yeah, you just admitted you wasn't pregnant. You need to see somebody, either a drug counselor, a psychiatrist, a therapist, maybe all three of them. Because you are unwell. What is wrong with you, lady? Like, there's something really wrong with this lady. And she, like, has so many problems with so many people that don't kiss her ass or who are just doing better than her, who have more accolades than her. And she feels like she deserves all these accolades. She talks about how Megan's albums flop, and it's like, that girl ain't got no label. She doesn't have a label. She she was on 1501. She's been like literally going back and forth with them for the longest that it just ended a couple months ago. She's now independent. Whatever she's dropped has been in limbo. She don't have no marketing company. She only has management. She has Rock Nation management. That's her manager. That's not her label. So no, her things ain't selling like they supposed to. But to be honest, she's still quite successful. She's still doing a lot of shit without the backing of a label. And now that she's like free of 1501 Entertainment, she can find herself a record label or continue to do like independent shit. But now she's no longer in limbo. She knows where she stands now. And you knew that. You've known that. You also said streams don't count no more. 
You also said album sales don't count no more. But now you're talking about your album sales and your album streams. Like, Nikki, make it make sense, girl. I just hate the fact that, again, still not a fan, but the caliber of rapper that Nicki Minaj is and has been, because my problem is with her is in 2009, 2008, when she came out, there was really no other female rappers that was like really on her level, right? And all of a sudden, she has competition and there's more girls and now she's threatened. And she wants to stay at the top, but it's like, you had your time. You had a good amount of time when he's at the top. You had a good eight year run when nobody was really seeing you. Eight years, at least. And now it's so many female rappers popping up. You just feel, oh, nah, nobody going to take this from me. You're 42. It's okay. You, you made your mark. Like you and Beyonce used to be at the same level. But Beyonce been with fucking Meg now. Beyonce got a Grammy with Meg or Savage. She got rap Grammys because of Meg. Beyonce. When she just did her tour in Houston, she pulled Meg up. It's like, I feel like maybe you feel like Beyonce replaced you with Meg too. I don't know. I'm just saying, if you're Nicki Minaj, you ain't supposed to be this miserable. You're not supposed to be this bothered. You're not supposed to be this unhinged. You're supposed to be very inaccessible. And you, the world has access to you. All they have to do is say anything that you don't like and you have an issue with it. You go live, you go on your radio show. And quite frankly, it's exhausting. It is. And it's sad. Like how the mighty have fallen. It's super sad. That you're going out sad. You're going out terribly bad at this point. And I just feel like the jealousy and the hate in her heart. She's just a very bad person all around. And like you can tell, she's a bad person. Like her whole aura is off. And Megan has been unbothered all weekend. Like she was partying. She ain't say nothing. She's not mad. Yo, you that mad that you are arguing with yourself. That's how crazy it is. And you've been coming at this girl for a good year and change. And she ain't say nothing to you. And the minute she say one thing back, you have World War Three in your head. And that's terrible. That's terrible. You could dish it out, but you really can't take it, Nikki. You really can't. And... To be honest with you, maybe your time has come. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's a wrap. But I feel like it wouldn't be that way if it wasn't for you. I think Nicki Minaj gets in her own way. She got in her own way. And there's so many other rappers out here that you could literally just be like, yo, I've been in the same spot as you. I've been in the same position as you. You know what I'm saying? I know how you feel. You could literally empathize with a lot of them. But to go sink solo as to talk about people's dead parents and them being shot. And I'm not saying rap beef ain't like that. I'm just saying when you have a dead parent yourself, it's disgusting. I'm so proud of Meg, though. She don't look like she broke a sweat. She don't look sad. She don't look nothing. She is 
fine. She said she's gonna say what she gonna have, what she had to say and leave it to rest. And she let she laid it to rest. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's good for her. I'm I'm happy for her. Nikki got a lot of growing to do still. And if she wants to remain Nikki Minaj, the icon, is that in the fifth? The choices she makes, the choices she made and continue to make, have to change. You made the choice to marry a sex offender. You did. And I'm not saying if he's guilty or not. I'm saying he's a sex offender. He's a registered sex offender. That's a fact. He is on the database. Women of your stature don't do that. Women of your stature don't date men like that. Let alone marry them and have a child with them. So you're going to be the butt of jokes <clears throat> when they're talking about, oh, you can't take your son to, to Chuck E. Cheese or the playground because he can't be 100 feet within it. Like, this is what you chose. You need new friends, friends that will take your phone away from you. You need a new husband. And you need a new outlook on life. And please get a new personality, sis. Please. <clears throat> but shout out to Meg. Happy for you, girl. You did that. For the weekly hustle, I have two quotes. One is, just don't react at all. You do not need to. Not giving toxic people a reaction when they desperately seek it is more powerful. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> and the next one is, the unhappiest people in the world are those who care the most about what other people think. This has been According to Fox. Hope you guys have a great week. See y'all next time.